0: 18 plus. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Here they come on third and five. Wilson, boy, somehow escapes. He's going to run for it. Plenty of green grass. Wilson stays in bounds. He's still going. And he's in. Touchdown. Zach Wilson pulling a magic trick. Now the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, Touchdown! Tune is buried! That was Sauce Gardner! Coming in hot! Aaron Wilson! Here he goes! Goodbye! And hello, Enzo! Van Dyke swarmed, swallowed, and sacked. Guess who? You only got one guess. Jermaine Johnson. Here's Brees Hall, looking for history! Hall with his 24th straight game of a rushing touchdown! Into the NCAA record books! Listen. Bang.
2: From the playlikeajet.com digital studio. This is Play Like A Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at Play Like A Jet One. And it's time for midweek news and notes bi week edition. And so for that, we bring in our friend who covers the Jets as the lead reporter and co founder over at jetsxfactor.com, the leader of the Sable Holics, Mr. Robbie Sable. Robbie, what's up, brother?
1: Gotti. Just another day in the fantastic Jets neighborhood.
2: That fantastic Jets neighborhood in which the Jets are 6-3. and But things just got a little bit tougher for the Jets because Sheldon Rankins is going to be out four to six weeks. We know that they had brought in Linval Joseph for a look. Maybe this speeds up that process. It's a big loss for them for the next four to six weeks. And Robert Sala and Jeff Ulbrich have their hands full trying to find a way to replace him.
1: Yeah, he's been excellent this year. I mean, more excellent than anyone could have hoped for. It, it feels like so long ago, a decade ago, uh, this past summer, when we were going into the season wondering about their rush defense along the interior. You know, they were gashed last year. Uh, a couple games come to mind, the Pats, the Colts. Foley goes to Jacksonville, which was the right call because he's a three-four-one tech nose tackle. But the reason why they've been so good, one of the reasons is the depth and rankings. So Solomon Thomas is going to have to step up. Shepard's going to have to step up. Maybe they could bring Tanzel Smarter or Jonathan Marshall up if they don't sign somebody. Uh, so it's it's going to be a loss, but they have enough depth to overcome it.
2: Other bit of news. Robert Sala was on with Josina Anderson of CBS Sports, and he said the Jets are looking at different ways to get the ball in Elijah Moore's hands, which will include a lot more looks in the slot. I know a lot of people have been calling for this for a while. Robbie, we've talked about this before. Elijah Moore can certainly play the slot, but he's more than capable of playing outside. Whatever they want to do, I'm fine with it. Just try and mend the fences and get the ball in his hands more because as the season wears on, they're going to need him. He's too talented to be basically soft benched down the stretch now that the team is clearly going to be in the playoff hunt.
1: Yeah, going into the year, you know, my preseason depth chart had more in the slot. Garrett Wilson, and Cordia's on the outside with Barrios being that fourth guy, you know, coming in in the slot, jet motion. Number one, it's, it's tough for rookies to run in the slot. You, you, you're working from the interior. You got to be a point guard out there, view the entire defense, have, have a feel of things, draw guys away. And Garrett Wilson has been tremendous uh, to me in that regard on tape. He does a lot of good things, especially when not targeted with the ball. Elijah Moore can certainly play the slot. We know that. So this, you know, thing by Salah to announce this, it's very interesting to me. I view it as kind of throwing one to the Wolves, the Wolves being Elijah Moore, you know, throwing one to him before the bye week to keep him calm, to smooth things over and then get them in the mix a little more because with Wilson and the floor and their three-step reads and screens and quick design short passing game, you know, the slot guy, the tight end, they're going to be the biggest targets. So if you, if you get more involved there, throw one to them, you know, tip of the cap to him. you know, maybe it's, it's more harmonious moving forward.
2: The hope is that the offense can come a little closer to matching the defense and the defense has two big stars on it That Right now we're playing at an all-pro level. Actually, I would say three because CJ Mosley, I don't know about an all-pro level, but he's certainly been playing like a pro bowler. But the guy who has been the biggest surprise is Sauce Gardner. Not that he's good. We all thought he'd be good. But I don't think any of us thought he was going to be this good this fast. You could make a legitimate argument that he's the best cornerback in the NFL. One guy that's not surprised, though, is Darrell Revis. ESPN's Rich Simini caught up with Revis. Here's what Revis had to say when asked about Sauce. I think he has potential to carry the torch to be a great cornerback for the New York Jets. That would be a torch that Revis himself picked up from Aaron Glenn. Aaron Glenn would have picked it up from Bobby Jackson. The Jets have had quite a few really good cornerbacks in their history. Certainly Revis the best of the bunch. He then went on to say, I think his ceiling is very high. I think he has all the tangibles. I think he has all the potential to continue to grow into a great player, a great corner, and a great leader as he represents the New York Jets. And I love this line from Vinny Curry because I've thought this myself, but I've never quite said it out loud. And Vinny Curry came out and said it. He said, Sauce is the best of both worlds because he has Rivas' ability in the body of Antonio Cromartie. And that's really interesting to me because, Robbie, if you've ever read Collision Low Crossers by Nicholas Dowadoff, who was on the show, and he had an all-access pass to the 2011 Jets, he talked about how in his discussions with Rivas, Rivas would say all the time, I've got the technique, Antonio Cromartie is the athletic freak. He can do things physically that I'm just not capable of. So if you take the technique and the know-how and the instincts of Darrell Revis and you merge them with the physical freak aspect of Antonio Cromartie, you get a guy who has potential to be a top-of-the-league player for a really long time. So a really fascinating look at Sauce Gardner through the eyes of guys that are on the team right now, Vinny Curry, and of course the greatest Jet cornerback of all time and arguably the greatest Jet of all time, period, Darrell Revis. A really good piece by your colleague Rich Mini Robbie.
1: I'll tell you what. First of all, great job by you going to Aaron Glenn and Bobby Jackson. I'll throw James (laughs) Hasty in there too as an underrated guy. Uh, Johnny Sample as a hired gun back in the day. Mm -hmm. You know, he just is that Cromarty. We knew was a freak, and his top line, straight line speed was unbelievable, and he was quick in short spaces too. But I'll tell you what, Sauce is that much quicker in terms of change of direction. Uh, So I think it's it's a perfect perfect um, description of Revis's talent and mind in Cromartie's body. You can't ask for anything more. With that length, 6'3", with that talent, and on top of it, as soon as he came into the league, you know, save for a couple miscommunication errors, which is going to happen with a rookie, the guy knows how to not get flagged. It's an art. When the offensive player makes contact first, he knows what he can get away with, what he can't. And the perfect example was that deep ball to Gabe Davis uh, that Josh Allen let fly about 50 yards. He made contact. Bill's fans were complaining, but it was not past interference because Gabe Davis initiated the contact. And Sauce is even savvy on top of that skill set. So, yeah, he's an unbelievable player. I think he's the most important talent on the Jets roster.
2: That's chumbacasino.com.
1: No purchase necessary. BDW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Play
2: like a jet. Play like a jet. I brought up CJ Mosley before Robbie because I was talking about the elite players on the defense. Quinn and Williams and Sauce Gardner are playing at an all pro level and CJ Mosley is playing at a pro bowl level. This is the best that he's been since becoming a member of the New York Jets. And his name was invoked by the great Bill Belichick at a press conference Here's the exchange with a reporter Question I wanted to ask you something about Sunday I know after the game several Offensive players noticed that Shaq Leonard was calling out some of the plays Before the snap I was wondering When you went back and watched is that a result Of any tells or did you notice Any tells that any of your players Maybe had before the snap that would lead To a player like Leonard sort of Knowing what was going to happen is there Anything as a coaching staff you Can do to prevent that here's Belichick's Answer yeah I thought that there were two or three plays for sure that Shaq Leonard really got a big jump and stopped us basically on those plays CJ Mosley did the same thing the week before on a couple of plays in the Jets game it looked like Mosley almost heard the play in the huddle he was on it so fast Mosley had a couple plays like that that's what good defensive players do they anticipate things And they are able to sometimes get a read On what they think is going to happen They're not always right But sometimes they are And they can certainly make you look bad offensively But as an offense You always want to be balanced And then try not to give things away to the point When you don't have something complimentary That goes with them So you want to talk about praise He's not accusing Mosley of cheating I know some people sort of read into that That he was listening in on the signals or something What he's saying is that C.J. Mosley's football intelligence is so advanced that he picked up on these things ahead of time knew exactly what was coming same thing that Shaq Leonard did and remember Shaq Leonard one of the best linebackers in the league When you have two players like that, Leonard and Mosley, that can do things like that, it makes your defense operate at a much different level. Don't believe me? Go ask Matt Eberflus about how he got the Chicago Bears job, and I guarantee you he's going to tell you that part of it is because of Shaq Leonard and the work that he did with him with the Indianapolis Colts. So to hear this praise from C.J. Mosley from Bill Belichick is remarkable because we all know that Bill Belichick doesn't exactly throw out compliments like this like candy.
1: Incredible praise. And Mosley, as crazy as it sounds, he's become underappreciated. To miss two years and come back the way he has, he is underappreciated. He's a big-time leader of this team. is awareness, you can't teach awareness. You can't teach play recognition. Okay, can you teach reads and, and going through certain things pre-snap uh, in the film room, certain concepts, formations, of course, the game plan. But it's a feel. You, you can't teach... Play recognition, nose for the ball, and Mosley has that. That's his game. It's always been his game. You know, in terms of athleticism, he has some, but that's not his game. His game is between the ears, always has been. Look what happened when he came out of the game this past weekend, and Sherwood went in there. You know, as much as Sherwood stuck his nose in there in some spots, he was jacked up, ready to go, didn't do a horrible job. They missed most right away. It was evident. And then last year against the Pats, Belichick – Counted his blessings, I'm sure, because Mosley missed that game. And the Pats ran all over the Jets without Mosley with two rookie linebackers in there, Hamsa and Sherwood. So having Mosley healthy as the leader, as the veteran uh, around all these young pups, you know, other than Whitehead and DJ Reed, it is a has been a hell of a thing for this unit.
2: Robbie, one thing that CJ Mosley has been really good at, and I think it's a skill that was underappreciated when he got here, is his pass coverage. He's been really good in that regard. Joe Blewett, who, as we know, does 11-hour, 55-minute film reviews over at JetsXFactor.com. He broke that down when C.J. Mosley signed with the Jets and said people are sleeping on his ability to defend the pass. And he was one of the guys that was involved in the deception that went on against Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. Dan Orlovsky broke down the way that the Jets deceived Allen and were able to force him into bad throws. And, of course, two interceptions. That should have been three because Jordan Whitehead let a pass bounce off his chest. You took a look at the All-22, Robbie, so you know this as well. But the Jets did a really good job of bringing deceptive looks to Josh Allen. And I would assume that's something that they're going to continue to do especially with two very inexperienced quarterbacks coming up the next two weeks. First, Mac Jones in New England, and then Justin Fields in Chicago.
1: It's interesting. They are deceptive, but they're sort of vanilla deceptive, where Buffalo, when they're healthy with Poyer, Hyde, Milano, they disguise coverages in a way where they're running like crazy pre-snap. The Jets don't really run crazy pre-snap. They, they set up in a vanilla way. You know, maybe two press corners, but one of them is in a deep third or quarter, while the other one is in a hard position. You know, flat to curl. So they're deceptive in a vanilla pre-snap way, and that fits Mosley perfectly. Notice this past Sunday, and notice all season, Jets have been pretty good defending the screen. That's because of Mosley. Mosley snuffs those out, and conversely, Lafleur had a field day. Zach Wilson had a field day against the Bills in the screen game. Why? Milano was out, Foyer was out. So that experience, uh, you know, even at the NFL level everyone's good, but having that mind, that elite mind is huge. That first pick by Whitehead, yep, Josh Allen threw it right to him, boneheaded decision, but if you look at the play, it was a play action and it was really well executed and it sucked the second uh, level in, which was Mosley, the other linebacker, I can't I can't remember if it was Quincy or Quan, and Whitehead. Whitehead was right there right there with him in the box. The way Mosley recovered to drop to his mid-hook zone forced Allen to go to that spot. It was a boneheaded throw, no doubt, but those little plays that go unnoticed, Mosley helps that first turnover.
2: Josh Allen was confused by what the Jets were doing, but Zach Wilson was not confused by what the Bills were doing. And a big part of his success was the fact that he threw with confidence and got the ball out quickly. Robbie, this is crazy. If you take a look at the passer rankings with Zach Wilson, this is under 2.5 seconds to pass and over 2.5 seconds to pass. Under 2.5 seconds to pass. Passer rating, 115.9. Completion percentage, 88.2% when he held the ball for longer than 2.5 seconds, Passer rating, fifty point five, completion percentage, thirty-seven point five percent. Those are among the lowest in the NFL. And so when you go over to prizepicks.com, if you want to take Zach Wilson as one of the players that you take against the prize picks player projections over on their daily fantasy matchups, you pick two to five players, and if they do better or worse than their prize picks projections, based on whether you pick them to do better or worse, you can win up to ten times the amount of money that you put in. If you pick Zach Wilson there I would still say go under Because even though he's playing more efficiently He's also not passing for a ton of yards So when the Jets come back from the bye week Maybe you want to take less than the player projection on Zach Wilson But you don't have to play the Jets You don't even have to play football It could be NBA, NHL, MLB Anything you want, it's all there at prizepix.com. You don't play against anybody else. You just play against the PrizePix player projection. Use the promo code PLAJ when you go to prizepix.com and sign up, and they will match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. So if you put in $100, bucks, they will match you 100 bucks. If you put in $50, bucks, they will match you 50 bucks. Go to prizepix.com and put in the promo code PLAJ, and they will match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. So, Robbie, like I said, I think that's... Really telling of where Zach Wilson is in the process When he throws with confidence And when he gets the ball out quickly He can be a successful thrower of the football When he doesn't, it's very rough And Zach Wilson himself talked about his performance in the presser this week. He said that he believes that his biggest improvement from the last two weeks was pocket presence on third down, which Robert Sala echoed as well. And we'll get back to Sala in a little bit. Wilson said that it's exciting to be six and three, but still a lot of work to be done because, quote, where we're at. Guys are taking this bye week very seriously. Wilson also talked about beating the Bills and only being a half game back in the standings. Quote, we know how good those guys were, but we understand how good we were too. We have something special. Wilson said his bye week plans are to go home to Utah, take care of his body, do some throwing, study some film, and stay in the right mindset. He was also asked about Elijah Moore, who we discussed before He said Moore's lack of involvement, it's a tough one. He'd like to get Elijah Moore the ball. For him and his situation, he's going through the reads and everything. That's more of a question for the coaches. Also, the situation in general is tough with time. Elijah a great player he thinks that they're going to figure it out and be able to find ways to get Elijah more of the ball So that's what Zach Wilson had to say those are the stats that kind of show you where he's at in terms of his progression as a quarterback What are your thoughts overall Robbie on everything that he said and everything surrounding Wilson?
1: Two things Wilson he just trusted himself more he trusted the game plan he trusted his reads I think we talked about it last week when he doesn't trust himself and he's, he's too afraid to try to fit something into a tight window and he doesn't go through his reads and he doesn't trust his arm and he's afraid to make a mistake. That's when the Tarkenton chaos starts and he starts running around like his hair is on fire. We didn't see that in this game. Uh, number one, because he trusted himself, but number two, the floor's game plan was perfect. He knew there was no Poyer. There was no Milano. He knows the bills are kind of like the jets defense where they play back. They like to keep everything in front, read and react. And he knew he could get away with that three-step screen, quick designed game plan. And they executed it perfectly. A very underrated play in this one was the first drive when he took that deep shot to Mims one-on-one down the sideline. Because sometimes, most often, the Bills are not in a single high. They're too high. They play off. And early, early. The Bills challenged Wilson and the Jets and said, hey, we're going to challenge you to beat us over the top. I don't think you're going to take that chance, but they did. And even though it was incomplete, Mims almost had it. They almost completed it. It put a scare on them. And those are the things you have to do. You know, fans will say that's the formula, and it is the formula. Quick stuff, you know, get them confidence, completion percentage. It should be the formula, but... It's not always there. You'll always offense is about taking what the defense gives you. And against the Bills, it was there. It won't always be. It won't be there in, in New England. But that's certainly the first goal. And LaFleur and Wilson did it to perfection.
2: Robert Salas spoke. He said, even the most optimistic Jets fan would not have had the Jets at six and three. At this point in the season That's definitely true He also said that his Bi-week message to the players is It's not a vacation It's just a breather He's seen players in the past Who went to the beach And drank beer and ate nachos For an entire week And came back 10 pounds heavier And destroyed the back half Of their season Or in the Giants case You have your star safety Go to Cabo And get in a motorcycle accident And miss a couple of weeks Or whatever it is he did Of course I'm talking about Xavier McKinney Quinton Williams also spoke He said That Quincy was showing him a little brotherly love On the sideline when they collided Quinton was standing on the sideline And got cut down by Quincy Who came flying out of bounds on a tackle So it is nice to share those type of chaotic moments With your brother when you're on the same team with him Between that and, of course, Robert Sala's bi-week message to the players, it seems like the players and the coaches are in good spirits. And as we said before with Zach Wilson, he's going to go home. He's going to rest his body. He's going to watch film. They all understand what's at stake here and that they can't afford to take their foot off the gas pedal.
1: They're going to play it smart. They have to. They're professionals. And this is one of the aspects that comes back to Douglas's incessant culture talk. You know, you, you got to have the right guys who are in the right frame of mind to do the right things. I know Avt's hurt, but he's still part of the team. He leads the way. Uh, but sauces that football do it as well. You know that they, they have a loads of them. They have so many of them. Sauce Whitehead, DJ Reed, Mosley, uh, Quinn Williams. He, he's come a long way since his rookie year. So I, I have no worries. I think they're all going to do the right thing. I don't think anyone will come back come back ten pounds heavier, ten pounds in fourteen days. I mean that's. That's all-time weight gain, I'll tell you that.
2: It's the kind of thing that only a defensive or offensive lineman is probably capable of. Robbie Sabo, co-founder of JetsXFactor.com, where he is also the lead reporter. Thanks so much for coming on and breaking down the midweek news and notes with me. Really appreciate it. For those that want to check out JetsXFactor, see everything that you've got over there, what's cooking besides, of course, our friend Joe Blewett's 11-hour, 55-minute film reviews?
1: Oh, yes. J- Joe Blewett's doing his usually awesome thing at jet sex factor.com check out jet x mobile on the app store and google play and uh, you can get everything from uh, those two platforms
2: make sure you check out everything robbie joe and everybody are doing over at jet sex factor.com be sure to check out everything we're doing over play like and the play like a jet youtube channel the thunder from down under luke grant has got some fantastic all 22 breakdowns on our youtube channel youtube.com slash play visit our store Tpublic.com, That's public.com We've got the John Franklin Myers Quentin Williams Bless You Thank You shirt The Zach Says Go Long shirt The Zach the Ripper shirt The Play Liga Jet logo shirt Caps Mugs hoodies It's all there Tpublic.com. That's tepublic.com. And be sure to give us A five star review For the podcast on iTunes If you haven't done that already Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. Doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital or jet.com
0: It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?